Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. My name is Megan Payadasian. And I'm Erin Jensen. And we are on episode number 63. All right. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I know today. we do. So, um, but before we before we get into it, I actually got an article sent to me by my friend Christina. I, I love her. She lives in Oakland and I don't think she does injectables, but whenever she sees anything in the news about like med spa or like Botox, like that chick who got ptosis in her eyeball, she was like the first one to send it to me. So my girl Christina is always looking out for me and she's sent me an article this morning about a doctor in the Bay Area who is um, potentially facing three years in prison being sued by the California State Attorney and the FDA for injecting bootleg Botox and filler. <gasps> Super scandalous, right? So, like, they, the, the, dr- the, the news article doesn't give much info on what she was doing exactly, but my friend Christina went as far as to send me the indictment, like the legal where it shows like the defendant and the plaintiff. So the, the plain big document, the big court document. Yes. The plaintiff is the United States of America and the oh. defendant is Dr. Clark. So this woman, um, she's an internal internist. Would you call that internal the medicine? Internist or, yeah. yeah, internal medicine. Internal medicine. Um, she was a medical director of a, a med spa in San Mateo. She had a couple offices that she practiced at, but between 2015 and 2020, it was reported by staff that she was telling people to um, psst, tell them it's Juvederm when it was Fuvederm or Schnotox, not Botox. It was bootleg ass shit that fell off the back of a truck. So um, what's so fun- it wasn't even a different brand. It wasn't even like I'm going to give you Disport, Disport and, and say Botox. Botox. No. no, actually, it goes as far in this indictment report to tell you where she bought this bootleg stuff from where and where could, where do you find bootleg botox um a place called filler depot <laughs> no disgusting right no. i'm sorry i go to home depot for drano and plants i don't want my doctor or injector to be going to fillerdepot.com to buy some bootleg unregulated filler that was made in some country where they don't have regulations. Is that a real thing? It's filler a sh- depot. Look at you guys. I can send you, I'll link you to this, this document, but it shows that she bought from places called like somethingpharmacy.com, filler depot. And she told her staff to keep it on the down low. That's so shady. So also the funny thing to note, it's not, it's not shady. It's, it's scarily greedy mm-hmm. because if you think about it, this woman risked it all she's a mom a wife uh booming practices she risked losing her practices her medical license paying thousands of dollars in fine plus three years without her children because she's going to be locked up to make an extra buck and you make a lot of money in aesthetics anyway i was just i was thinking the same thing i didn't want to say it but since you said it you guys you can make hella money in aesthetics while providing FDA regulated and approved yes. name brand products you like don't need Juvederm skimp. and Botox. No, you do not need to cut corners with the stuff. You do not need to water anything down. So it says that she purchased at least $270,000 in product from these online quote unquote pharmacies and depots. And she pulled in over a million dollars. 
So her profit was what? $800,000. Was it worth it, baby? I was would it say worth no. It? So also my question was, where was the, the Allergan rep was like, what the fuck, bitch? You haven't bought for me in months and your business is booming. Yeah. She, she could have bought like a, a few, like mixed it in, you know, like, you know, like the high and lows when you decorate your house, you have mm-hmm. a few expensive pieces, a few cheaper pieces, Ikea pieces mixed in so people don't notice and it looks nice. Oh my gosh. That just blows my mind. Like the greed, this woman, I mean, this is in San Francisco. She injected Cost of living in the, is expensive. Okay, stop. She lit, she injected in the Marina District. Okay, that's like the Viagra Triangle equivalent of Chicago. That's where all the rich people live. Is in the Marina. I mean, San Francisco. You can li- live in the near Daly City, and it's still expensive. But she practiced in the Marina. She was in, injecting like Steve Jobs' baby mama, probably like just the richest of the rich, with bootleg ass Botox that wasn't tested, wasn't regulated. She was on the verge of probably disfiguring somebody or getting some weird infection you don't know what is in that that's just true i wonder who like snitched on her if it was a staff or an old medical assistant she was like fuck you bitch (laughs) she's like i'm gonna snitch on you because you said i couldn't wear paint on my nails or something like that no (laughs) but i just think it's wildly wildly greedy oh it's awful it's awful Sometimes I'll have some patients ask to like see the box or the bottle and I'm totally fine because I usually mix everything in my lab that's outside of the patient room. But you can take the lot sticker home. You can take it all. I don't really care. And the lot sticker is just like kind of like when you get like a a nice ceramic hand painted plate and it says like made in by so and so. It's like that equivalent. Like this is a lot number to show it's legitimacy. Expiration date. to Make sure it's not expired. Yeah. So if that makes you sleep better at night, be like, Aaron, let me see the bottle, bitch. Yeah. Let me see that it's Botox and not Photox. (laughs) <laughs> she's like let me see Botox. it up close let me put my readers on she's like okay if this is legit they make good counterfeits nowadays so it is so scary some dms we've gotten from people who have been like i can get you wrestling for cheaper yes. i block them immediately i'm like get out of here you trash yes or the people the lay people not medical professionals that buy it off those same websites and then inject themselves oh my god they're when just asking come, to go blind yeah, well when you get an occlusion don't come crying to me <laughs> Your, your nose falls off because you gave yourself a non-surgical those, nose job. Uh, this is off topic with those hyaluron pens. All of the side effects are coming out. Are they really? Oh, yeah. Like the bumpiest lips you've ever seen. Occlusions in the nose. Have you dissolved any yet? I haven't. I have colleagues that have, but they yeah. haven't trickled down to us yet. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to hear more about our opinions on hyaluron pen, you need to listen to Scam and Shams part one. <laughs> that was a busy one. So actually, we're not here to talk about fake Botox. No, I just it just came up today. But what we're going to talk about, this is like an Aaron episode, how to live your most efficient life. If I had to give a TED talk on any topic, I could talk about hours. That's a great I love. If you want a good icebreaker, like if you're at a dinner party or something like that, ask somebody that question. What could you talk about for an hour without preparation? And for Aaron, that's how to be efficient. What would yours be? Mine would be just my life. <laughs> just being a Megan, like just Megan, like your whole stories from start I was to finish. born in 85. I was, just, I had a twin brother. I was born on Honolulu, Hawaii. Like I would just start there and just keep, I would just talk about myself. You have had a colorful life. And so it'd be yes. very, it's very interesting. People, I'm, people want me to pitch it to networks and I'm like, no, I, I, I haven't workshopped a, a screen, you know, a screenplay yet, but I can talk easily about myself and my adventures yes. for an hour. So Aaron, though, in true Capricorn fashion, uh, is a very efficient pe- person. People often wonder, how does she do everything she does mm-hmm. and still put on eye cream? Yep. She's going to tell you. Today. She's going to tell you <laughs> yes. right now. Yes. How does she have three kids under 10, uh, multiple businesses, a home and a husband and a dog? 
that dog and still keeps a bmi under 20 <laughs> bmis are bullshit but i'm saying she still works out and deep conditions her hair how do you do it aaron please please share your secrets with okay us. we're i'm gonna go over all of my efficiencies and it is taking years to develop these okay. and this is no way to make anyone feel you know bad about their their life or their structure or you know to to give you a flex on like how much i get done in my day and everyone's life situation is so different. You know, mm -hmm. my life now is very different than it was five years ago and 10 years ago. But I think you can take little jewels from this episode and apply it to anyone's life and kind of customize it based on what you need. Yeah. What works for you. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, kind of like you mentioned, Megan, I work, you know, we, we own a business. I see patients four days a week. Mm -hmm. I have an admin day that I have. I have three kids. I work out four to five times a week. I actually now I'm in a habit. I stretch five times a week. I meal prep. I kind of do some cooking. I Before two of our girls went out on maternity leave, I was picking up my kids from school two days a week. So, And I'm a Boy Scout mom. Like, and, <laughs> and a and trainer, trainer for Allergan and Gelderma. And a speaker for SkinCeuticals. And that sounds like a lot. And it is a lot. But if you are efficient with your time, I will tell you, I'm the most relaxed I've ever been in my whole life. Damn. Mic drop. That's really impressive. Thank you. Because of efficiencies. Yes. Okay. So I first want to, you know, start off by pointing out if anyone is, I would say like 30 years or older, we have all lived in time pre-technology time. Mm-hmm. There is life is so efficient and it is set up to have all of these luxuries of efficiency, like food delivery. I mean, do you remember when you were hung over as shit and you had to drag your ass out of bed to get food yep. before delivery? I would throw up out the side of my Toyota to sell in the Del Taco drive through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it a number seven with the Diet Coke, please. All I think that's the chicken soft taco combo still. Oh, no, they changed it, I think. Oh, I'll ask my brother. He has a black card at Del Taco. He goes to Del... My brother goes to Del Taco so much, they gave him a Del Taco black card. Is that a it real thing? It means he gets like unlimited hard shell tacos forever. I don't know. It's because he, he would... <laughs> He's just a, he he loves Del Taco. That's his jam. Those chicken soft tacos were so good. They're bomb. I think I might get some later today. <laughs> okay. I'm craving them now. Uh, so we can have everything delivered to us we can buy everything online like we are set up to live you an can have your life. pot delivered you yes. lazy stoner everything <laughs> everything before i remember i had two kids i would have to drag their asses to costco you couldn't go through a drive-through starbucks no. or, a tr or a target to save your life to bed bath and beyond i had to lug them out if i needed new sheets I would spend my whole weekend running errands. Now I can run errands in 10 minutes on my phone. So, you know, when you say I don't have enough time in my day, I'm going to be like, that's, you know, for most people, that's kind of bullshit. What I think of is the saying like Beyonce has the same amount of hours in the day as you do. Yeah, exactly. We all have 24. It's how you prioritize. I think that's the thing. We're not trying to say like, we're not trying to diminish the fact that you have a very stretched thin life or that you take care of your parents as well as your children and you work a full-time job and you might be facing an illness or something that slows you down. That's all very legitimate. It's just you have to prioritize what's really important and make that happen. Yes. And at my point in my life, I am very blessed that I don't have a lot of those things. You know, mm -hmm. I am good you know, health. I have good health. I'm married with a partner that like we share household duties. Uh, I, I don't have to take care of a parent. But 
there are things that everyone can do and you can, you know, prioritize some of the things that are important to you. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you other tips that you can do because I have been there. I have been there stretched thin postpartum. My kids aren't sleeping and I have done a lot of those things during this time too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my first tip is to try to practice passive multitasking. So I am not over the over the years I used to multitask everything. I would try to like listen and type and read and look and do all those things and I don't think that, that is a good thing to do, but anytime there is passive time in your life, you should try to be doing something else. So examples would be driving, cooking, mm-hmm. cleaning, stretching, listening. Exactly. Those are all times you can use to utilize your time to do something better. Yeah. Like, what do you do when you drive? I know you call me a lot when you drive. I do. So um, I make phone calls. I mm-hmm. catch up with people because relationships take work. Even if you're not fucking the guy, you got a friend, you got to call her, you got to check in on her, see how she's doing. So I seriously go through, I have about four women that, you know, want to hear from me or I want to talk to them. So I make phone calls. I listen to self-help podcasts. Mm-hmm. I listen to I have a goal every day where in the morning I set an intention that I want to like use my brain. I want to learn something new. So I'll listen to like an NPR podcast or I'll listen to a podcast about a music producer or I'll listen to really like whatever, something about Bitcoin, even though I'm not paying attention at all. So I love or I'll listen to music and just daydream. But most of the time I'm listening to podcasts like I'm just like you. If I'm driving, I could be having that passive activity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. If you are not in a position where you need to be busy or grow, by all means, listen to music, just kind of days off, do whatever. Mm. But for me too, I think I have a little bit of ADD where I need that extra stimulation. If I'm doing laundry or prepping food, like I have a hard time doing those things. Like those are very difficult for me. And in a weird way, they stress me out because my body's thinking, oh my gosh, I should be doing something more productive, even though it is productive. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just helps me feel like I'm doing something even more. Yeah. Like I don't fold clothes in silence. Like that's when I like when I like I'll do my laundry and I'll have a fat pile of clean clothes on my bed and I'm like okay it's time to call my friend Liz Mm -hmm. and then I call her up and I'm like hey girl and I just start folding my clothes yeah you know I think you mentioned that about relationships too they do take a lot of work Mm -hmm. and if you don't if you don't nurture them but it's something where say every Sunday when you do fold your laundry that's your time to call your grandma Mm -hmm. or your or your great aunt when you make routines of things, then you're checking it off the list. And we and love lists. Love list. I love list. And you're nurturing those even further. Mm-hmm. So going beyond the mundane tasks, anytime you are tried to do things where you get your time back. Mm-hmm. So something like getting your nails done, getting your hair blown out, all those things where someone else can do something for you mm-hmm. and you can take advantage of that time. Like if you had to do your own nails and yes, again, these are luxury things, but if you are productive with your time, so I usually get a blowout um, once a week, I buy a package, a monthly package. So I get a discount on them. And that is my time to review all of my charts for the past week to make sure they're all really tight. Smart. And I know like I, I kind of feel bad that one of the girls that I go to a driver, I see a lot. She's very nice, but she's very chatty. And I kind of have to be like, I'm so sorry. I like have to focus on my work mm-hmm. and it can feel uncomfortable to have those conversations, but she's totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. Like last week she was trying to buy Disneyland tickets when they went on sale and she's like hey I'm so sorry like I'm gonna keep refreshing my phone to try to look for Disneyland tickets because they opened up right now I'm like oh that's totally fine I'm just gonna work put my head po- headphones in and work on my computer yeah so don't be afraid to talk to people about that like what your ba- your time boundaries are mm-hmm. that if you were ch- like 
chit-chatting and that's totally fine. But if you're stressed about a lot of other stuff you have going on in life, mm-hmm. you just have to tell people like, hey, I'm so sorry. I got to focus. Or your, your kid's baseball game or sporting event and the moms are talking to you like, hey, I'm so sorry. I know the kid's practicing, but I got to focus no, on this. No, you know this. what I do? I set an alarm for a minute away and then I'm like, oh shit, that's my call. Hey, what's up? And then I pretend to be on the phone and then the phone actually rings and I'm super embarrassed. I'm like, oh shit, the call dropped. What's going on? No, I, I have a hard time saying like, excuse me, I need some time or boundary. But yeah, yeah I mean, for some people, they want to have the glass of champagne at the dry bar. They want to chit chat and kiki and talk about like smoothing out serums and stuff like that. But for you, you look at it as like, I just saved an hour on blow drying my hair. Yes. And I could focus on some admin work that I have to do to maintain this empire. Yes. It's not a luxury time for me. It's a strategic time. I just bought an hour of my time. Mm-hmm. And if you are strategic with it, you can catch up and hopefully get ahead with that hour. Yeah. There are times I don't multitask though. And this is one of the biggest things I've learned, especially since having kids. Sometimes multitasking is is ineffective and mm-hmm. you are not giving your full attention to the specific task on hand. So number one, when I'm spending time with my kids, quality time, I don't multitask. I really, really try not to multitask. And when I say that, I mean more so things on my phone or my computer. Mm -hmm. So before I thought, oh, my kid's laying in my lap and looking at a book. I could be on my phone scrolling through social media. But they know. They are fully aware Mm -hmm. that you are not engaged with them. At nighttime, because of my business and because I work in medicine, I do have to kind of be on call. So I'll have my Apple watch on, but I'll keep my phone in the bedroom once I get home from work so that if I need a message or I get something that I have to pay attention to, I will have it on my watch, but I won't be tempted to scroll on my phone while the um, kids are there. I've also learned that I do not try to do electronics or work while I'm eating. So I mentioned to you a few episodes ago, I did that levels Mm -hmm. where I measured my blood glucose. Mm -hmm. One of the main times when my blood glucose would spike is when I was eating in a quick fashion, when I was eating in a stressed situation. Say if I was eating while I was driving or working or just trying to like shove food in my mouth while I was trying to do something else, that's when my blood sugar spiked. Interesting. So it just made me really conscious that even if it's 10 or 15 minutes, I try just not to zone out, to focus on eating and just try to like be you know, really present with those things, especially. That's so hard to do. Think about mm-hmm. it. I dare you. I challenge you guys tonight to have dinner without looking at your phone or the TV mm-hmm. or a book. Yeah. I'm so lonely. <laughs> I'm so lonely. lonely. I'm so lonely. <laughs> I'm like, I'm talking to my flowers. I don't even have an animal, so I can't talk to a cat. You can listen to music, though. Yeah. See, that's another efficient thing. Like I could like listen to a podcast in the background. That's mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even still, I would just try to do something to get like zen and bring your cortisol down a little Mm -hmm, bit. mm -hmm. So strategically multitasking, passive multitasking, I think is good, but not trying to multitask everything. Yeah, that's smart. Okay. Another tip that I have is I calendar everything in my day. Same. Everything. Same. From the time I wake up, the time I go to bed, what I'm eating, where I'm eating, everything. And this has taken a long time to truly get there. So what I do, I put everything in my calendar. I actually have two different calendars. I have my office calendar with my patients in it. That does not sync to my personal calendar. And then I have my personal calendar. Mm -hmm. But in my personal calendars, I have a few different calendars. I have, you know, work that I share with my husband. I have the kids calendar that shared with my husband and grandma because she's our babysitter after school. All when they're in my calendar, they they happen. Mm -hmm. And And that includes workouts too. Yep. So everything I hold myself accountable because I have that calendared. Yeah. And it's something where, say you had to be to work at 
five in the morning for some reason. You wouldn't sleep in for work. You wouldn't sleep in to drop your kids off. So I don't sleep in for a workout either because that's on my calendar Mm -hmm. and I hold myself accountable to my calendar. Yeah. But for some people that is not enough to get their ass out of bed. No, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. (laughs) I'm going to get there. How you can, we can help with that too. Also, one thing I'm pretty strict on is my bedtime. And again, that's taking time. And I don't have, I have kids that sleep through the night. That is the biggest caveat. If you have kids that wake up during the night, like honestly, like you do whatever to survive for those years. <laughs> Another reason. It is rough. Another it reason I don't want kids. Rough. But once you're, if you don't have, if you don't have any interruption in your sleep, like my sleep time is seven hours. Like seven hours is my perfect amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I've trained myself to go to bed. Like for me personally, I need to be off my phone at nine. 30 mm-hmm. so i can hopefully fall asleep by 9 35 and it this, only takes you five minutes to fall asleep it recently that's crazy routine and it's probably because years. you're not are you scrolling at night in the bed i do but you know what it is i only look at like tiktok and i know it sounds weird and i know i keep you talking sound about just it like your daughter i do <laughs> but you know what's on instagram instagram is i mean you know we're on instagram a lot it's like influencers tiktok Boring. Tick, you know what i follow on tiktok i follow psychologist cleaning uh, women who like do cleaning like maids uh, great tips um stuff that's funny stuff like life hacks stuff mm-hmm. that's like valuable and mm-hmm. it's like some some kind of skincare stuff too but it's just stuff that makes me laugh and i kind of learn a little bit and it's enough where it doesn't stress me out oh god I got but god. i do have anti-blue light in my whole room too so I have blue light glasses. Mm-hmm. I turn like the night mode on my phone. I have a red light light bulb in it my lamp. It looks like a red light special in it her does. room. It, it does. It looks like it's a like hooker Amsterdam. lounge. <laughs> Come on in. It looks sexy actually though. It's a little surprising because I'm like, oh, Aaron, this is racy for you. This is some Scorpio, Scorpio lighting. As I have my blue light glasses yeah. on. <laughs> reading. Her readers. My readers. <laughs> uh, so I I am, I put my, my kids go to bed around 830 I'm in bed and but because I go to bed that early because I wake up at 435, like 935 to 435 is my wake right. up. And that's crazy. I know. No, I did that when I was doing 530 a.m. workout classes and working in Newport Beach. I would wake up at 430. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those things. You just make coffee and you b- handle it. Yeah. Yeah. You just which I'm sure you'll talk about. Yes. So I hold that and my bedtime is important. If there is something like a late dinner or a friend wants to get drinks if I have to work out the next day, it's kind of non-negotiable. Like I don't, I don't go and meet people on a Wednesday night yep. if I have to work out the next day or I have yep. to work. Like it's just, that's, there's no room in my calendar for it. It is a block. It's a hard block. So I say, I, I calendar everything. There's some things you have to attend, you know, you have mm-hmm. to be there for your kids. You have to be there for work. And, but sometimes things happen, you know, sometimes a workout gets canceled that I go to bed late, but I really try to hold this 90 10 rule where i i try to hit 90 percent of those things and if life happens i don't get stressed about it mm-hmm. like i'm not that neurotic about my calendar but once you get in the routine it just feels when you're not in the routine it doesn't feel good yeah i think some people don't take that type of workout workout committal committing that seriously like they think you can kind of take it or leave it but then that just snowballs into like not going at all mm-hmm. so yeah i've had like or what i do is like if i get a hot date on a wednesday and i have a 7 a.m class booked I get to push my class to 10 a.m. Yes. <laughs> because Life I'm a single mother. I was going to say a single mother. No, I want to be a single. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a single woman that has that flexibility. But say I didn't. Say I had to be back at Newport Beach at 9 a.m. And I would do the 5 a.m. workout class. 
I would wake up at 435, make a double espresso, brush my teeth, wash my face and hit the door. And I'd be in the class ten like five minutes beforehand. Like, that's just what it is. I'd be like, sorry, boo, I'm not available Wednesday, but I'm available Thursday. Yes. And it's just it is what it is. I don't cancel. Like, it's just if you want to date me, this is going to this is what's going to come with the territory. Mm -hmm. I stay hot and balanced by working out. Yep. So you don't want me to not go to those workout classes. No, because then you have to take care of yourself first yep. before you can take care of anyone else. That's totally true. Now, just setting an alarm is it's not always it's not everything you need to get motivated, right? Mm -hmm. So I am huge on having an accountability partner or buddy mm -hmm. with this one caveat. You need to pay them to do that job. <laughs> is that me? <laughs> no, it's not. No, I think I was your accountability buddy. I think so. Yeah, for a little bit, then I blocked you because I was like, leave me alone. She's like bugging me too much. Okay, so no, here's what happens. So say, let's just do workout. Like that's a very easy one to do. If say you told me like, Aaron, I want you to hold me accountable for working out. And then you didn't want to work out anymore. And I was being annoying. You'd just be like, hey, okay, like got it. Like I'm done. Yeah. And with that sister relationship or a friend relationship, you'd be like, okay, I don't want to keep bugging her because like, I don't want to pressure her or like come off weird, but okay. Like she doesn't want to do it, whatever. But if you literally pay somebody, like it's their, job, their job, then you're both holding yourself accountable because it's your money. Like you're paying them to hold you accountable and then they're getting paid. So they have to fulfill their end of the bargain. Now, I know some people are thinking, well, yeah, it'd be nice just to pay somebody to like hold you accountable, like life coach kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. There are so many things you can do that do not include like money, like changing hands of money. Do trades. Like Hell I'm yeah. the biggest proponent of trades. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm very lucky. Like my life of trades, like everyone wants Botox. So I, I was going to say, I, I have an advantage. What there. if you were a podiatrist? People are like, shave my bunion off. Heck yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much that costs? That I costs know like you're right. Of dollars. Yeah, no knocking podiatrists out there. You definitely have a legitimate skill that could help people. But yes. what you're saying, like, what can I like you can offer Botox and yes. filler. I could offer DJ services. Yes. I've done DJ services for trades, for clothes, hair, makeup, all sorts of shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what I did a while ago, one of the um, trainers at Orange Theory, I was like, hey, I, I, I need some help. I need some accountability. I need like advice on diet. Like, can you help me with that? And for that, I can trade you this service. Are you down? And she's like, yeah, totally. So, I mean, she has the advantage that she can check when I'm signed up for classes mm -hmm. and can see like, hey, I saw you're not signed up for class tomorrow. Are you going? Or after the class passed, like, hey, I saw you canceled. What happened? When is your next Damn, one? Damn, you're one? like, uh, uh, I, uh, uh. And I'm a people pleaser. So I'm like, okay, yes, ma'am. Like, well, what, what, what happened was, you know, that, yes. that TikTok, um, what, what, what happened was, was uh, when your two-year-old wants to say a story and she's like, <laughs> shut up and go to the class. Last tonight. Yes, yes. And so that was like enough pressure. And here's the thing. Say I'd sign up for four, like five classes. I'd make it to three of them, like two or three. And I'd like cancel for a lot of them. And then after a few weeks, I would go to so three solid ones a week and then mm -hmm. four solid ones. And now once they hold you accountable enough, she doesn't have to hold me accountable because the habit has been formed. Yeah. And when it's a good habit, you feel good about it. So I don't have to pay her forever to, to look me up on classes, but it was enough to get me going and get my boost going mm -hmm. too. So if you think you, you need help with anything, is it fitness? Is it organizing your house? Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, the, like maybe styling the clothes you wear? Is it planning something for your kid's birthday and you're stressed about money? Find something you are good at and find someone to trade services with. Yep. You know, That's you very can, smart. if, you know, you might not be an esthetician, you might do hair. 
Yeah. Like doing hair goes a long way. You might have a cricket machine and you can make party favors for other people. Yeah. Like find your little tribe and help each other out. Yeah. It totally. does not cost money to help each other or hold each other accountable. Yeah. Smart okay. hustle tip. That's a pro hustle tip. Yes. One thing I would say about having an accountability person is that if it's just not working, if you've gone down the route of having someone try to hold you accountable and it's not working, I would try to maybe see a therapist to see if there is some blocks in your life on why you are not allowing that into your life mm-hmm. too. If your life just overall seems erratic and you can't get efficient with it, I think that's just one caveat too to make sure you're looking for that if you need that extra help. Yeah. Maybe you could trade with your therapist too. Be like, I'll laser off your muff patch if you give me... <laughs> maybe you have that at-home laser machine and you could laser off her muff and she can trade. Yeah, you please can don't start her. at-home med spa to trade <laughs> Oh no, for services. Not a good idea. Uh, so let me okay. ask you, Aaron, what's your favorite efficiency app? Do you have one? Oh, you know, I use just the notes on apple that oh, is so okay. that it looks like a little scratch pad yeah so what i do this is my how my brain works i know a lot of people like to time block and if i could time block i would what's time block is when you're like oh, for an hour i'm only doing this yes it's like i do 30 minutes of emails and that's it and then i do answer 30 minutes of dms and i answer 30 minutes of this my life is anti-time blocking mm. so with my days four days a week i'm seeing patients and for eight hours a day, I'm seeing patients and I might go two hours straight with seeing patients. You can't take a break to do anything. Nope. And then you get five minutes to breathe, mm. maybe eat, maybe drink some water or answer text messages. Yeah. So what I do is at any time, like my mind is thinking constantly. I have a to-do list on my phone and I'm like, oh, I need to buy this for one of my kids. I write the note down. So then I don't lose that. Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Of? Totally. You I write, write it down, write it down. And then I can go back later on when I have extra time to do it. Yep. So notes and just my calendar, like notes and calendar. I don't, I've gone through, you know, like Evernote and, you know, uh, other apps, but it's clunky. Yeah. I just, I need just it. use an old school iCal and sometimes a text or no, Aaron uses text to remind me. <laughs> what he texts me at 4 30 no. in the morning hey 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 really quick what are you doing for easter <laughs> and i'm like uh I, what do you mean like work wise she's like no i'm plan- i'm trying to plan brunch for mom do you want to get a present what do you want to do and i'm like yo and then she's like okay now we got to get this before and after i really need you to look at this and i'm like aaron slow your roll i need like three hours to like wake my brain and do my meditation my prayer my you know like my mantra you should have me silenced for like 18 hours of the day but then i'm always afraid you're gonna be like megan I locked myself out and I need the Botox now. Where are you? Or some sort of weird, like nonsensical uh, disaster. I don't know. I just have a weird paranoia. So I don't silence Aaron. She's actually the one that if I did have the do not disturb, you could call me and it would go through. Oh, do you check a few? Yeah. So you could. So with the do not disturb, if you're an SOS emergency person. Mm -hmm. So like mom, dad, you, Michael. If I have do not disturb or if somebody calls like three times in a row and you have D&D on, it'll push through on the fourth time oh. because you, you might there might be an emergency. What if it's an ex that's stalking you? And I block you? all my exes. Okay. Got it. <laughs> they are blocked. Well, no, I mean, not the last one, but he's about to get blocked <laughs> any moment. So, yeah, you use the shit out of that iPhone. Just oh, yeah. the apps on the iPhone then it's really as simple as that or even i actually have a tangible notebook too sometimes i, love I, that. I like writing notes mm-hmm. so all i do it's not it's not categorizing anything i literally just put the date at the top of it and like word dump on what i have to do ideas i have and i'll just like throw it in there and then i can go back and scroll through it too just because i like having both of them yeah too so yeah i think just utilizing and 
you know, I have my iWatch on too. I use it. I honestly use it the most for time Mm because so much of my day is running on time with seeing patients. So I use it more for that versus any of like the efficiency apps on it. But I think also an important thing is utilize things that save you time. Online shopping, advanced ordering, curbside pickup. Yep. Even um, my husband and I, we went to the mall the other night and we're just like walking around and it was so stressful. And I was thinking like I could, you know, go to that shop and buy some shoes. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to look. I don't want to wait for a salesperson to bring me shoes. Like I know I might want to try it on, but if you can get it all shipped to your house and try it on and then return it. Or utilize curbside picking with small businesses. Yes. Cur- curbside uh, yes. pickup with small businesses. Yes. And we are a small business that has curbside pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too. totally. Mm-hmm. Efficient. You already know. Yes. Yes. Um, also, one thing to like extra hack efficiency is anytime you can order like food or coffee ahead, I always do that. Hell yeah. So even today, like that's something that I did. So I actually, I did go work out this morning. And I stopped at the farmer's market on the way back because I do like to like support local. I always on Sunday morning buy my produce for the week. And I, I got like a little like acai bowl, but I could order it before. So when I pulled up to the farmer's market, I knew that was going to take me about 15 minutes. So I ordered my bowl before. So it'd be ready when I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then the coffee shop that I like to go to, it does not allow for per, like to order in advance. So I did have to wait in line for that. Mm-hmm. But while I was waiting in line, I bought suits for my son's first communion and a graduation <laughs> gown for my preschooler's graduation. Oh my God, Drew's gonna get his first communion. He is so excited. He's too. so cute. Drew's his first communion. So you bought him a little suit, a little three-piece suit, some gator I, shoes. I did. I still need to get his shoes. I got him a little suit from H&M. Aww. Well, and before we thought, we didn't know if they were gonna have the first communion because of COVID. And they had allowed five people to come and now they're allowing 11 people to come per family. Yes. So okay. That's a, that's a good amount. Yeah. That's the good. Yeah. But I think I'll have to wear a little mask. I should give him a cute little mask. Huh? You know what? Maybe Something they're going to just like, to- like ring toss the body of Christ into his mouth. <laughs> like, like, like a slit through the mask. body of Christ. And they're like, open up. And he flings it like a Frisbee <laughs> and it's covered in plastic. And is like, ew, what is this? And he has to unwrap the body of Christ. It's covered in plastic. Then he just gets a, squ- a squirt, one little single squirt of the blood of Christ. Dropper. Oh my gosh. So stressful to be a COVID communion boy. I know. <laughs> okay. But so back came. to your efficiency. So okay. he has a suit. He's suited so and booted. He's suited and booted. But that's what I did. I took that 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. I had to wait for coffee and I didn't just like waste. It's not wasting. It's only wasting if you have shit to do, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're having a nice Sunday, you're just enjoying it all good. But I got a lot of kids and I got to like, yeah, some keep people their shit argue tight. like, oh, but just be present or it's like, yeah, but I was by different. myself. Yeah. You know, and but I'm a I'm still a present line waiter. You know, I'm not like not moving up when the line you're moving. on the phone. You're like, hold up. I got to call my tax man real quick. Excuse me. Can you uh, excuse me, barista? Can you hold for a second? Yeah. File that under. Um, write it off, dude. Anyways. Sorry. Um, What were you asking me? No, that's so rude. I am <laughs> not like that at all. You're taking you're taking like conference calls in the no. barista line. Don't be online shopping when you're walking on the sidewalk. Okay. Like that's one thing. I like- walk right in front of those people and I wait for them to run into me. <laughs> I'm a bitch. Cause I'm such a, like a tree trunk that they see me. They're like, Oh shit. And I'm like, watch where you're going. I say that in my head. I don't say that to them because I just don't want to be mean, but <laughs> yeah, still be present. Like shop and be present. Um, so anytime you have those extra minutes to get stuff done. So today we're recording on a Sunday and, you know, usually I'm at home. I have my little Sunday ritual, but I'm still making sure I hit all my marks. I just had to rearrange them. Yeah. So I did 
I did like a little, I, I cut, don't really do meal prep, but I like wash vegetables and cut them. I get my kids snacks ready. I did online grocery shopping this morning. So everything's all ready when I get home. Cause if I came to your house and I had all this shit to do and I got home, I would be so stressed. Totally. One other rich and also create rituals. So one ritual mm. I have is I always pull out my workout clothes for the next day. Same. I put out my workout clothes, socks, shoes, heart rate monitor, possible weight gloves if they're doing heavy weights because I don't want to callous my hands. Mm -hmm. I have my water bottle I'm going to use. I pull out, and this is like freakishly crazy. I don't know if it saves me time, but I even find a coffee cup because I like to drink a cup of coffee before I go. And I put it under my little Keurig maker so mm -hmm. it's like ready to go. So I did all of that before I came to your house at like 2 p.m. because I didn't want to do it when I went home. So yep. it's still doing the rituals even out of order, but I still got it done because I need it for tomorrow. Yeah, too. totally smart. Nothing worse than waking up for a 5 a.m. workout class realizing you have no clean sports bra. Ugh, that's the, the call. That's that call. Do you're like, do I cancel and pay late fee or do I wear my stinky ass sports bra? I wear my stinky ass sports oh, bra. And I'm like, you bitch. I was like, you idiot. Like, I don't even talk to myself like that. I'm like, <laughs> Megan, this is what you get. You're going to stink before you even start working out. But learn your lesson. Yes. Do well, your okay. laundry. That is that's a good point, too. I think it's so important to create systems in your life too. Mm -hmm. So say twice in like, or like twice a week, you don't have a clean sports bra. That means you got to get more sports Buy bras. Buy some more sports bras. Okay. Have seven sports bras. Yes, exactly. Say your kids can't find their shoes every damn morning. Make your kids pull out their shoes the night before. Mm -hmm. Make a cubby in their room for where their shoes go. Yeah. Like, if you're having the same problem over and over, you need to fix it and figure out a system so you don't keep having it. Yeah. You know, like, don't you don't have enough time in the morning? Like, wake up earlier. Like, if you... I know people hear that, they're like, what? Or that's the solution to the problem. You don't have enough time to do your meditation in the morning? Wake up earlier. Exactly. That's it. And just go to sleep but, earlier. But, but I go to bed late. Go to bed earlier. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you... That's fine if you don't do all these things. Just don't complain. Yeah, that's a big thing. Like, we're not expecting like, oh, you like if you don't do these things, you're not a certain type of person yeah. or you're not efficient or you're not good or you're not a good mom. No, that's not it. This is what makes Erin tick. You know, like these are the things that she likes to do in her life. And it requires a lot of precision and a lot of, you know, like handling of it. She, if she didn't, she wouldn't be able to have the workouts, the the clean vegetables, the you know, the the meetings, the admin stuff. It's what she figured out she had to do to make it all work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I highly recommend systems mm -hmm. and also just create your space so it's functional. If your space is cluttered, that's not going to make you feel good. Mm -mm. Clean it out. Mm -mm. You know, like find things to purge. Don't hold on to things. Go through your kids' clothes. Make sure they have shoes that fit them. Look. Yeah. Look at Marie Kondo. She'll spark joy in you to mm -hmm. clean out your junk drawer. Mm hmm. It's really, it's a big deal. I think the clutter under the bed and in the mind, like she's very spiritual about it, which is really cool. Um, even if you aren't into like religion or God or anything, it's just really cool how like the things we have in our house, what it represents. And if you come home and you feel like, oh, my house is a mess. Well, there's, if there's a lot of stuff in it, it's probably messy because you have a lot of things. Do you use all those things? Mm -hmm. Do those, you know, does that uh, beef jerky dehydrator spark joy? In your life, you haven't reused it since Ron Pope was alive. I don't even know if he's still alive. I don't know. You, I don't think you know this story. I actually worked for his ex-wife mm. for like a month in L.A. Nanny or? No, no. Okay, so his ex-wife randomly, she lived in like Brentwood. She was able to keep part of the at-home sales business and was selling all Ron Popeil stuff. 
So I got this random job working as like someone answering emails or like answering phone calls about their orders for their like food dehydrators. Dang. My roommate Dana like was best friends with her daughter and the daughter was like Jennifer Popeil. Yeah. But I randomly had a job and it was like the weirdest, weirdest thing ever. But she just like in the divorce got part of the business. So she ran like an at home. They're sales probably business. making money off those so much money. Those beef dehydrate. If you guys don't know, it was like a stacked dehydrator that dehydrated anything. Like you could dehydrate a pineapple, you could dehydrate a pork shank, anything. Yes. And he just sold. It was like the wave of the future. It's like I can make my own beef jerky. Just the thing I was looking for. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do not like beef jerky. It's a I waste of time. It hurts my. I just think of my masseters bulking up every time I chew it, and I was like, <laughs> for what? I'd rather have a fillet than a dried piece of meat. Yeah, well, you're on the go. Yeah, you know, I'd rather have a, pep- a pepperoni, a, a p- pizza stick, like a pepperoni stick, <laughs> a Slim Jim. <laughs> I like the Slim Jims could it. be like 18 years old and they still look and taste the same. Yep. That's why the astronauts eat it on the moon. <laughs> I don't think I'm just kidding. I made that up. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, going back to systems. One other thing, if you have kids or a husband, teach them to do their own shit. Okay. Mm. Like I have people, well, they're like, oh, I I have to get my clothes for like my eight-year-old. I'm like, my three-year-old has been making me coffee, like, or my kid has been making me coffee since he was three. <laughs> like, teach your kids independence. Little, little now, my youngest one looks like he looks like tore up on a daily basis. <laughs> His outfit choices. <laughs> he wears spider. He, he looks like Chris Farley yes. as a kid. Like he's wearing a Lightning McQueen jacket, a two mismatched shoes, Spider-Man pajamas, and has that chocolate ice cream on his shirt. He's missing both his teeth. And he just has like some weird like free gift with purchase sunglasses from Bank of America yeah. on. He's <laughs> he rocking it. He does. But you know what? He got him ready himself. And so you have to give and up I'll, control also, of that. Like don't be dressing your five-year-old in like Burberry and shit. Just let him do whatever they no. want. Just like have him pick out his he Lightning loves McQueen McQueen's jacket. <laughs> And he and, seriously looks like Chris Farley <laughs> as a kid, like when he just like jumps up in a situation. And I'm like, where, where were you? He's like, um, um, Mimi, um. <laughs> I can't wait till he gets older. I seriously can't. He's gonna be so funny. He is funny and he's smart too. So he'll mm-hmm. like kind of be like, oh, I don't know where that is. You know, just like he's mm-hmm. too smart for his own good. So he dresses oh. with he his dresses, own style. He dress, yeah, he dresses himself. This is going to sound like an 18 kids and county thing. But then in the morning, my eight-year-old, he does hair like really good. Mm-hmm. So he brushes his brother's hair. Like he does his brother's hair. So he does his hair and his brother's hair. Yeah. They brush their own teeth. With my five-year-old, I have to go over it an extra time because he doesn't do it very well. Mm-hmm. So just do things that you have to do. But yeah. like you picking out their outfit or finding their shoes, it's only going to stress you out take up more time mm-hmm. and you're not teaching them independence so that's yeah. like a big thing that like i am big a, a big proponent on yeah like help them when they need to but let them do their own thing yeah. too and also but put systems in place for them to succeed yeah like if they have a really messy cluttered room and you get mad at them because they can't find their like school uniform shorts like that's kind of like a bigger picture issue like you can't you have to set them up for success so you know helping them organizing and like getting bins for them and maybe like once or twice a week you helping them do a deep clean and showing them where their things go you're teaching them that versus just being like why can't you find your shoes you can never find them like that's not really i don't think the way to go about it but still and also with your husband too like you know find that partnership where 
you both like take accountability for something. Mm -hmm. Like for one thing, like my husband, he's in charge of paying people checks that we still have to pay checks to like the preschool, the gardener. And then I'm like in charge of like organizing the kids school stuff. So just make sure you like each have a part in things and just be agreeable about it too. Like don't feel like you need to do everything, especially if you're a working mom. Yeah. Like you have to like dole up the responsibilities too. Yeah. That's smart. Mm -hmm. Build systems, have routines, Mm -hmm. calendar your life as much as possible Get help when you need it. If you can pay for help, great. If you can pay someone to clean your house or organize your house or hold you accountable for things, awesome. If you can't, figure out what services you can offer to someone else to trade with them. Babysit. I was just thinking. Yes. Like watch them on a date night and then that mom or dad can do your taxes. Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever it is. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) And you're both going to be happier for it. But you just have to make yourself a priority follow a calendar, follow your routine, have a checklist, try to be as organized as possible. And I think you can just live a very efficient, but non-neurotic, less stressful life that way. Yeah. Because also if you say you had a calendar start kicking off at 5am and you slept until seven, you're like screwed. You're like, my day's ruined. No, it's just, it got off on the wrong foot. You know, Mm -hmm. you can kind of reset. So having like a little bit of flexibility and softness and and but at least it's there, you know. I I love calendars. I it's it's my love language. You're cal- you're you're a calendar obsessed. I I invite Erin to like calendar events. Like I'll I'll send her invites and wait for her to respond and approve. Enjoy in my invites. But yeah, it it does give me a semblance of control a little bit. But also I do the same thing where I'm like book vaccination appointment and I like I think of it and I'm like in the car. And I'm at a stoplight and I open up my calendar and I put it on the things to mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. And I have it separated by category for like health, family, social life, treatment stuff, music stuff. Like I have it all broken up. And um, yeah, it just helps. me. It's like my to-do list, but it's visual. Yes. And one other tip I would say is study your calendar. So what mm-hmm. I like to do is on Sundays while I'm laying in bed, I like look at my calendar for the week. And then I'll look at my, I look at my calendar, but I also look at my patient calendar for the next day to see like, what patients am I seeing? What procedures am I? do I have to do the next day? And then every day I look at it just for the next day, like review yeah. what I have to do just so I kind of get like a mental idea like, okay, I have to do this. Can I do this more efficiently? Is there something on my checklist that I can get done like while I'm commuting to Newport or commuting home from Newport? Like on Thursdays, I have an hour and a half drive home. Like that's a lot of stuff. Like I can schedule conference calls then driving in the car. So just try to like piece it in because the last thing I want to do is schedule a call when I'm supposed to take my kids to their baseball practice. No, yeah, no, no, no. You can you can curate that mm-hmm. and make it work for you. Exactly. So I hope you enjoyed my efficiency talk. I Was that efficient? So efficient. I'm feeling efficiently efficientful. Efficiently AF. I'm so efficient. I'm so inspired. I cannot wait to put out my workout bra tomorrow. Tonight. I cannot wait to boil my chicken, cut up my broccoli, and get you it know, ready. You know, I can't meal prep. I'll tell you this. I went to that. Have you heard of Lean Feast? Yeah, I think I, Heather brought me some of that. I had a patient tell me she lost 25 pounds on Lean Feast, so I went there today. It was popping off. Good for them. Like out the door. Where is this, on Foothill? It's in the colonies in Upland. I, it's by, I know where it is. I, I've been there before. And it's the crazy thing is everyone is ordering like 10 to 15 meals. It's like a Chipotle for healthy food. Now, don't get any ideas and open up a fucking meal prep spot. No, I don't want the that. Treatment. I, I will go there. I will go there, though. But that's the no. thing. It's like if I'm I don't want to, like, cut up vegetables and cook meat. So I will, like, pay for that convenience and efficiency. But there are some things like I like to get my berries from the farmer's market. I yeah. like to get my Brussels sprouts and cook it myself. Um, so it's like the balance, yeah. like efficiency balance. Do what you can, like live as healthy as you can. But 
again, I'm not meal prepping for five hours a day. That's awesome. That's inspiring too. The, you. you save the time on, yeah, the time you spend meal prepping for the week or it's a matter of like, how much, you know, does this cost to me? How much is my time worth to me? Yes. For some people, they think like, oh, I'm not going to pay somebody to blow dry my hair. I've been doing that since I was 13. Well, for Aaron, but then you're like, I really want that new Dolce & Gabbana purse. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, I can give a fuck about a purse, you know? She's like, I, I would rather spend that money on something else. So it's all people's personal choices. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully it inspired you guys to clean out your junk drawer. And get some more sports bras. Exactly. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week. All right, bye. Bye.